From face-to-face training to blended training techniques, the DOT Consulting delivers distinct advantage for organizations looking to grow. We help you invest in technology knowledge through training, experimental learning, and community connections. Employees create an overall collective sharpness, savviness, and greater productivity using technology as a tool, thus increasing the technological speed and quality of the expertise in your organization. The DOT Consulting, a new level of tech savvy. Visit the dot consulting.co. Welcome to Coding the Future with Dr. Sharon Jones. This is an education-based show focusing on tech careers and how to incorporate the important aspects of technology in your current work. Each show brings you closer to tech success. Now, here is your host, Dr. Sharon Jones. Hi, everyone, and welcome to my first live show here on Voice America Network. I have to tell you, I'm a little bit nervous and uh, also have a little bit of goosebumps because I don't always hear the intro to the show. Sometimes I'll listen to it on, you know, asynchronously and I don't always hear it. And it's kind of exciting, you know. Um, But welcome to Coding the Future. I'm your host, Dr. Sharon Jones. And the purpose of our show is an education-based show where we talk about technological topics, how to move your career forward in technology, how to think about technology based on your own interests, and use that to move yourself forward. Um, For the first time, I am live also on Facebook, which is also, so hello, Facebook. I'm not sure if we have any viewers yet, but this is a a new adventure for me. I'm totally going outside the box um, in doing this, but Again, our show is here to support you in your technological journey and how we can find a path and a career that incorporates tech, or you may pivot and become a technologist like I am. So I have been a lifelong learner. I love technology. I am a computer science teacher. I run two companies. I have a consulting company called The Dot, where we focus on K-12 integration. And I also have a nonprofit called Dottie Rose Foundation, where we support girls in computer science. That's just a little bit of a promo I like to put at all of my shows. But what are we going to talk about today on this live show is focusing around some of the top tech tools for small business. You know, as an educator, I have worked with technology for a long time. taught computer science and I've, and I've used create tech, gosh, in so many different ways over the past 20 years. And man, how much it has grown and innovated really is the reason why I'm sitting here. If I was to think back, you know, 10, 15 years ago, I never envisioned that I would actually be an entrepreneur. You know, you taught about it, you have learned about it in school. I've seen other people do it. I just didn't know that I would be one myself. And I give a lot of credit to the innovations around technology that's allowed me to be able to find my place as an entrepreneur. But at that same token, there's been so much innovation, so much forward progress that it often can become overwhelming. And when you start a business, you have great intentions and you're most likely bootstrapping all the different pieces, which is what I did and and sometimes still doing. in order to make your business work. But one of the things that I think is really important and has become more important as we have navigated the COVID landscape is really getting our technological house in shape. So we can have great products, we can have great services, but if we don't have good technology to back us up or we don't have good processes in place in order for our business to to succeed with those technologies, we may be struggling just a little bit. So today's show is all based on top tech tools that you can use as a small business, but also keep in mind that even though I'm I'm focusing on the small business, if you are in a corporation in which you were using technology, or let's say that even you've grown your business to a certain level, you can take away these tools and use them in some uh, format as well, or think about how your current business or current organization is implementing technology. For my educators, the key component that I want you to take away from this is in a classroom, we can use technology to really move our content forward. There's things that come out by districts or by schools that ask you to use certain technologies in order to flow. You can use all of those. Some of what I'm thinking about is how you even can create your own technological sphere within your classroom. So let's just talk a little bit about when we talk about small business and we think about technology in general. 
businesses rely on technology to increase their efficiency, manage expenses, grow profitability, and improve performance. And honestly, that's across the board. When you think about technology, I want you to think about how you can use it to create and not just consume and think about how you can use it to solve a problem. How do you use this technology to get from A to B? So let me repeat that again. Businesses rely on technology to increase efficiency, manage expenses, grow profitability, and improve performance. That's why we use it. Now, this is an interesting fact that I did a little research on and I was a little bit shocked by it. Small businesses want technology to help them communicate better and grow, but nearly one third, that's 31% of small business owners told Forbes they aren't sure which technology is best for their business. Holy moly, that's 31%. That's a lot of pencil and paper and probably some duplicate um, actions happening probably a little bit of overwhelm and honestly, maybe stifling some growth because technology can really scale your business. Technology sometimes makes people nervous. The choices are overwhelming, including hardware, software, cloud and security procedures, and a lot of that can have an impact on your business. But I'm going to go back to that again. One third, that means 31% of businesses are nervous about what technology they're using. So one of the things we want to think about now is how do we begin to establish trust in the technology we're using and think about how we're going to use it to really move our business forward. So I'm going to talk about a couple of different areas that I think are key components in making sure we elevate our technology so that it really benefits your business. Now, I'm going to say this again because I'm going to keep repeating this over and over again in the show. We use technology, we use it to increase efficiency. The point of why it's there is not to make it uh, to be cumbersome, but to increase efficiency, manage our money, grow profitability, and improve performance. And that means within our business. So let's start very quickly with what do I mean by integration of technology? When you start thinking about the tools that you currently have in your business, I want you to think now in your business, if you're in a school, if you're in a large corporation, take five seconds. What technologies come to the top of your head right now? Okay, that might have been longer than five seconds. Okay, so the first thing that probably comes to mind is the way in which you communicate. For me, immediately, it's always email, all right? How is email being used in your company? Are you a Microsoft company? Are you a Google company? I say that because when you are thinking about as a small business, even in a school system, you know, this has been interesting to watch some school systems flip-flop between Google and Microsoft, but you really need to choose a core product. And there could be others, but the, the mainly what we focus on is Microsoft and Google. Which are you going to choose? And then you need to choose the systems that are going to correlate and integrate with communication in those buckets, all right? Now, some things are gonna cross, cross over between the two, but let's just think about, let's start with um, commun- email. If you're going to use Microsoft Outlook, what you want to think about is, that is my email system and becoming a master and an expert about how you communicate using Microsoft Outlook. If you are a Google customer, The first thing you want to think about is how are you using your email to communicate with someone else in your company and master using Google. There are ways to be able to organize your inbox, to be able to create templates, to be able to message another person. One of the things you can think about too is in Google. Are you going, or Google has like some instant messaging pieces, but the other piece to this is if email is going to be your main source of communication, then that needs to be noted in your business plan. I'm currently doing some work for a company where email is not our main form of communication and instead it's using a platform or an app called Slack, S-L-A-C-K. And we use Slack to communicate with one another instead of sending 
emails. Now that's a communication strategy that was established by the business. So they not only invested in email, which we have, but they also invested in a Slack channel that allows us to do some more instant communication. Slack allows you to be a bit more organized on a platform than sending instant messaging through your, your email carrier. But that's number one. And I mentioned that because how in which you communicate with the people on your team and your customers is really important. Even with the work that I'm doing with the company that uses Slack, our number one communication with clients outside of our company is still email. And really, email still reigns king in terms of communication. The other piece is within your company, are you open to messaging with one another inside to do quick almost like a text message, you know, but you can use inside of Microsoft or inside of Google, how are you communicating within your team? I always kind of think about it as like a throwback to um, the days when you had AOL Messenger and like that was like the coolest thing ever from like years ago. (laughs) But thinking about how you communicate, that's the first type of, of technology that I bring up because communication between your employees and the outside world is very important. So think about which one you have, what are you doing with that, and how are you leveraging the efficiency within your email account? Are you labeling? Are you organizing so unread emails come to the top? Are you thinking about the settings in terms of after a certain amount of time that an email gets deleted out of your inbox? Those are some easy easy things and quick fixes that you can do on the back end and encourage the rest of your employees to do the same. Now, in that same vein, when we think about communication, there's also some overwhelm around how do we implement video communication? Because with COVID, that's been, you know, that's a whole new ball game. When we think about video, there's a couple of things. If you're on the Microsoft platform, there are quite a, there are several different ways in which you can video communicate, and those include Skype and Microsoft Teams. So if you purchase that Microsoft platform, there's quite a few tools that you can use for your business success that are in that platform, and I would utilize. I wouldn't purchase outside um, pieces of software unless you think you need to do so for some other reason, but Microsoft Teams is a great way to communicate via the um, video communication. If you have Google, you may like to use Google Hangouts to uh, communicate. Actually, I think it's called, it's called Google Meet now, excuse me, not Google Hangouts, um, to communicate. And that's just fine because that's on that platform. Make a decision and stick with it because that's important for your team to know which way you are communicating. For written communication, if you're, you always could say you're always going to communicate via email or possibly you can use a phone call. But thinking about those pieces begin to set the groundwork or the framework for how your business is going to communicate. And I think that's really important. Communication is so key. So very exciting for my first live show. We have a caller. I did want to make a note that if you want to call in or send a note, you can do so. But we have our first caller of the show, and I want to welcome Tacey to the show. Welcome, Tacey. Thank you, Sharon. It's nice to be here. Uh, I enjoy the show, and um, especially your quote, technology, use it to create, not to just consume. Um, And also, and and I do have a question, but the other uh, section I liked that you mentioned was uh, that companies want technology to help them communicate, but I think they need to work on their communication skills first before the technology piece, sort of oh. like when I graphic designed for years and people thought having those programs would make them into a designer, if you see what I mean. Yeah, no, I think so you, you think actually have a, you have a great point there. No, you have a great point about thinking about how you communicate and good business communication. You know, that's actually a great point. Um, several years ago, I actually took a business communication and writing class. And it was uh, just a day. And it was wonderful because I was young. I was still, I was teaching. 
But it was a really great way for me to learn about how to professionally communicate with other professionals in my business and then with other business partners that I wanted to bring into my classroom or use to um, collaborate with for educational purposes. So I that is a really great point that taking some time to really think about how you're communicating before you even pick up the tool. Right. Since it is just a tool. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um and I was wondering, since everyone's working virtually, we have been for about a year for the most part, um, what, what would you recommend for an all-virtual working team, the best method of communication? I know you're mentioning there's so many different options out there. Do you, what do you prefer? We use Zoom usually for our management and production meetings. So Zoom is wonderful. I am a Zoom advocate. I think Zoom is incredible. I think what you have to think about is, and this is some this is an interesting point because a lot of us have now been working virtually for a year or more. Some of us work for companies that are purely virtual. And then some will go back into a hybrid model where we will be doing some virtual and some not. Zoom, mm-hmm. Microsoft Teams, Google Meet, it really does not matter which one you choose. You just want to be consistent. How does your team and your company want to communicate? And then set some ground rules in terms of when we meet, is it always on a video call or is it a phone call where we pick up and we just you know talk or we get on Zoom and we don't have our video on? How that communication happens within your company is very important. The other thing is there's other mm. platforms out there that you can use. Um, one of them that I think is, is pretty powerful that has been, I've been using it a little bit just to kind of shake up the whole Zoom situation is StreamYard, mm-hmm. which allows you to, which we have used here um, some at Voice America, and then we used another platform too that I believe I think I thought it was Streamyard, but I might be wrong on that. I think some uh, hosts are starting to use that. Yes, mm-hmm. it's a it's a little bit more robust than Zoom. If you're wanting to do a bit more of like a panel kind of discussion where you're bringing several groups together, it I mean Zoom is very powerful, of course, with your breakout rooms. But that's another option. You know, mm. I think it doesn't matter which platform you use; just choose it and use it. I like that. <laughs> so be consistent with your rules and so forth and etiquette. Mm-hmm. I think that's the most important Perfect. piece. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that there's any over one over the other that is going to be, I mean, I'm a Zoom user. I think Zoom has done a great job with their algorithm and the way in which they've created their user interface. But I, any of them it would easy. work. Mm-hmm. It is easy. And that's nice. Wonderful. Well, thank you for thank you for your show and helping those of us that are technically challenged to make <laughs> things seem fun and much more easy. It makes well, thank it you enjoyable. for calling so in. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. My thank you pleasure. for the listener of the show. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. I'll continue listening. So, thank you, Sharon. Thank you, Tacey. Hope to talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much, Tacey, for calling in the show. That's awesome. If you want to call in as well, I'd love to hear from you. I'm going to find the number because I'm searching around in here. Um, I'm thinking since we're live, um, my wonderful support from Voice America, if you might be able to put that number in my chat, then I actually can read it out because I did not come prepared for that. Wouldn't you know? First live show that I've done since I have been hosting. I've had my show here at Voice America since June, this June 2020. Thank you. Thank you to my wonderful engineer, Aaron, who is helping me out. If you would like to call in and ask a question, you can call 1-866-472-5790. Again, if you'd like to call in and ask a question about tech tools, you have a question about technology in general, call 1-866-472-5790. And that goes to all my Facebook people, too. If you have a thought or question, you might like to call in and ask so let's keep in that same conversation. Tacey asked a great one about thinking about that, that video conferencing. You know, for a long time as a small business or even as a large corporation, we, video calling wasn't really a thing, right? We did emails. We made call on the phone, toss it back a few years, used to fax things. Um, 
But video conferencing is going to become a key component of how we move forward. So as I said to her, I would think very clearly about which one you want to use, choose it and use it. And that would be what I would recommend. And be flexible that if other companies are not using the core three that come off the top of my head, of course, are anything in Microsoft, it'll be Teams or Skype, and then you would find Google Meet or, or your Zoom calls. Plenty of other options as well that Cisco does a great thing with WebEx, etc. All right, let's talk a little bit. So we've, we've dove in a bit about communication and that the importance of being able to really think about how you're going to communicate. The other thing that can be a little bit scary for small businesses, but has been that has been made a little bit easier, I believe, from cloud access and the ability to be able to have um, access to external pieces is storage. So there's a couple of different ways you can think about how you're going to store your documents. That can be safe, right? Want to make sure that all of your passwords, make sure everything is password protected, use something different every time. You can think about using one of the password protection um platforms or a place where you can save all of your uh, your your passwords. But storage is important. I always recommend that you store things in three different places. So when you're thinking about as a small business, all right, I've got all this information, all this documentation. Think about a process again. Which platform are you using and where do you want to store your documents? My company, we store everything in Google Drive, right? Google Drive is our is our place. We use Dropbox as a backup. And then I always have an external drive to export once a month any of my documents. I will password protect and I change my password, which would be a recommendation I make to everybody. Just choose a path of where you want that information to be stored. And think about it this way. This is something I fell into a really bad habit of was I would just download everything and I didn't actually have it organized in any way. And so I'm spending all this time trying to find documents that I've created and saved somewhere. And I'm not saying that I'm totally out of the weeds on that. I still do that if I'm in a quick method. But think about when you set up your processes, whatever technological solution you're using to store, that there is a process. All right. What is the folder? How is it? Where is it going to be saved and how it's going to be saved? We actually just redid all of this um, in our own world here and we've been using more of our shared drives versus just our personal drive to be able to collaborate better with one another. The other thing that I want to talk a little bit about, storage is important, but you want to keep that secure. So think very clearly or very thoughtfully about how you're going to store information. And that may need to be in a CRM system where you put important documents and may need to be on an external hard drive where you export that information. But that security piece and not sharing lots of personal information on your Emails, emails are not very safe in terms of sharing information. So you may not want to put your social security on the email. I'm just going to throw that out there um, or any other personal information that comes from the company. So that's a little bit of communication and storage. Storage is something we could talk, we could have a whole show on. How do we store? Where do we store and what we do? But very quickly, when you're thinking about getting your technological house in shape, just think about where do you save your documents the most? You can save things to your personal computer, but if they need to be shared with others in your company or if you have a process where you need to send out invoicing or proposals, where does all that live? That leads me to a customer relationship management system. Oh boy, that's a big one. CRM. When you start a business, and you probably can do this uh, very easily in terms of really uh, grassroots bootstrapping from the very beginning, saving everything in Google Drive or in Docs or whatever. But I highly recommend that you think about incorporating a customer relationship management system, or CRM. There, you may hear these words out there somewhere in the marketing world, on social media, in the news, things like Zoho, HubSpot, I was trying to think of the other one that's coming to mind that are off the top of my head, but there's several of them out there that you could choose from. I personally use HubSpot. You could choose whatever one is um, useful for you. In that CRM system, what it allows you to do is store customer information, 
your contacts. And in ours, we're able to send out emails. We're able to send out invoicing. So it takes a lot of the crazy of trying to write my own invoice in a doc. Instead, I can actually formulate that and create that in HubSpot and send it out to the individual that we are going to use, uh, that's going to be working with us. I can also integrate that with my financial software that I've chosen. Now, there are many large corporations that have a lot of this built into house and they will choose one platform and have all these different pieces. And that could be something like SAP or something where you've chosen SaaS software as a service. And those are, or even Salesforce. Some of the Salesforce platforms allow as another great uh, customer relationship system. What I want you to think about, though, is for a small business, you want to find something that fits your budget. I This is something I would recommend that before you get too deep into growing your business, you need to have a process in place for how you are able to bring in your customers, store your contacts, and be able to communicate them with invoicing, purchase orders, or proposals. Some of you that are e-commerce businesses, you can buy a platform such as Shopify or you can do um, some of the other like, I think it's called like Quick Quick Commerce, Quick Commerce on the back end. You can choose one of those that would help you be able to sell your products better. If you're a service-based, it's still, either way, you still need to be collecting information. You can still have a... um, a something a, a CRM on the on the back end to collect that information. That's something that I would not uh, try to bootstrap. I would think immediately about how can I formulate and be able to communicate with my customers easily. There's that word again, communicate. Core to everything we do. How are we using technology to create and not just consume? How are we using the technology to actually allow our business to work better? That's really important. How are you communicating with your customers, communicating with people inside your business? How are you collecting information from your customers, storing it, and then getting information out or selling products to them? Those are kind of the theme. uh, And where are you storing your documents? Where is all that information being stored so that people can easily access it within your business? Keeping it safe, but within your business, where do, do they know where to go to find out what products have been sold or what invoices have been sent, or who needs an invoice. Those are all really key components in keeping your business intact, right, in terms of communication with your tech tools. So a couple of examples that I've given is thinking about using Google or Microsoft. Think about using which one you prefer in terms of your online system for CRM, Type in customer relationship management into Google. You can find something that fits your needs. So, oh, but look at this. Look at this. All right. So quick question. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump here for a second. We have another caller. So I want to stop what my yapping is. And I'd like to welcome Heather to the show. Hi, Heather. Hi, Dr. Jones. How are you today? I'm great. It's so good to hear from you. Thank you for being, um, for calling in. You're welcome. I was calling because I was wondering if you have um, a, another option for a professional live streams. I'm getting kind of tired of Zoom. Yeah, you know, this is a great point. I actually brought this up before when Tacey was asked, when Tacey called in a little bit earlier about what is the video live stream that, um, you know, a, a company could use. One that I have found that's been really good for a live stream and allows you to keep people in a waiting room and then bring them in and have multiple conversations is StreamYard. I'm not being, um, this is not an advertisement for them, but I found it to work really well because they accommodate to small businesses where you can use it on a free platform for a while before you have to invest. And it gives you some time to be able to think about and see if you really like it. Um, But what can happen is you invite people to come in and they can come in at different points. You can keep them in the back room, but they can still see what's happening. So it's a little bit different than Zoom because Zoom, you're in the waiting room, you're not really seeing what's happening. But in the stream yard, you can sit in the waiting room or like the green room, watch or be pulled in when it's necessary for, for your conversation. 
Oh, good to know. Thank you for that. Yeah. Have you used, do you Zoom on a regular basis? All the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So sometimes it's nice to have a little bit of a shakeup, right? Even, uh, even if you are consistently using Zoom, just to kind of give, your, give yourself a little uh, change in pace. Yes, very much so. Well, thank you so much, Heather, for calling, and I appreciate you taking the time to um, call in. I hope you're enjoying the show and that you've been able to take some action items away. Yes, I have. Thank you so much. You have a blessed day. You too. Thank you. Oh, this is kind of cool. <laughs> so again, I'm going to um, send out that number again. It's one 472 5790. And that is the number to call in if you have a question about um, small business tech tools and thoughts around how you're implementing right now. We have been talking a little bit about communication, storage, and then that customer relationship piece. That goes back again to what I mentioned before about why we use technology to begin with. And that is, of course, to be able to run proficiently or efficiently to be able to manage our expenses, grow profitability, and improve performance. What I mean by all of this is, and actually this was a great point that was brought up by our caller earlier, Tacey, that it's really important to think about your processes and how you're going to do it before you even add the tech to it. I have this um, layout that I use um, when I'm working with individuals, and I do this with schools and with small businesses in terms of creating our technology plan. What are the relevant, let me get that word back out, (laughs) list our business goals of what we want, the relevant business goals that are going to need to use technology. And at this point, we know we have to integrate it across the board. What are our goals? And then what technical tools can we use to get us to those goals? Baseline of how we interact, we got to have email. Baseline of how we interact, you need to have some type of video component. The rest of it we can begin to add on. The financial parts is all the financial piece is also really a non-negotiable in my opinion because it keeps you on track and makes sure you know what your expenses and revenue are for each month. But I'm happy to go through that with you too. If you want to think about what is your current technology, what are the current technologies that you're using? Do you feel sometimes like a ping pong ball (laughs) and you're bopping around and you're like, "Mm, this is not really working? Please send an email to me at Sharon, S-H-A-R-O-N, at the dot consulting dot co, and it's co, C-O. So it's Sharon, S-H-A-R-O-N, at the dot consulting dot co. And I'd be happy to have a uh, consultation with you to see if we might be a great fit together and we could talk a little bit about what your technology goals are. Okay, so let's talk about, we've talked about communication, we've talked about some storage and CRM. Let's talk a little bit about payment. And this one's gonna be a very sensitive issue because you know when you think about a tech tool that's gonna help you, You need to find one that's a great fit for you. There's lots of technical tools out there that you can take a look at and investigate and choose which one, you know, fits for you. The one that are some of the most popular include QuickBooks, which is the one that I actually use. There's Wave, there's Flashbooks, there is other options out there that have now come on the market. What you want to think about, and this is really kind of important, Whichever one you choose, so whatever financial plan, and I would say this about any of your tech, Google does this and Microsoft does it already. Can you integrate any of your other technical tools in with QuickBooks? For example, in Google, in my Google email, Google has an option called Google Apps in the upper right-hand corner. And those Google Apps, you can click on it. There's like a little little, uh, dot in the right-hand corner there. When you click on it, there are options to add in apps to your Google email. One of those for me is Zoom and QuickBooks. So I can actually, from my email, create an invoice in QuickBooks, or I can automatically start a Zoom call directly from my email. That little simple integration is so powerful because I'm not having to open up a separate tab. I can also log into QuickBooks when I click on it. I can see, I can log in and begin to see a snapshot of my day or snapshot of what my finances look like. 
All right. Those are some Google add-on apps. And I know Microsoft has equal opportunities where you can embed, especially if you're on the cloud platform of Microsoft, to be able to integrate those two and be able to see the, be able to do a QuickBooks invoice or send a proposal from your email. And that's really powerful. That's the integration that I'm talking about that you want to think through as a small business. It's not that it's, try not to think about it as being hard. Just think about how the process would look if you were to do it by pen and paper, right? And instead of doing it by pen and paper, let's do it by actually writing it down as in our technology piece, okay? So that's the finance piece. Oh, we have another caller. Oh, thank you, Erin. We have another caller. Well, look at this, y'all. This is so exciting. Okay, so... Sadipti, we have Sadipti on the phone, and yeah, hi Sadipti, welcome, welcome to Coding the Future. Hi, how are you? I'm great. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited to have you call in. Yeah. Um, so my question for you is, um, where does um, a small business start to understand what technology systems are best for their work? So what can they do? Okay, so this is a great question, and this is a little bit about what I'd started talking about right at right before you called in here, and that is putting together a technology plan. My recommendation is to take an hour or two, sit down, and run through all of the different programs that you are using, and that can include software and infrastructure. What are you currently using to communicate with? I mean, are they laptops? Is it desktops? Do you need a printer? What are the core pieces that you need in order to run your business? And then those, that's where you start, right? So doing really essentially writing down a technology checklist and then going through and evaluating when and how you use that technology. And I know sometimes that's hard to do. Believe me, I'm not saying that I haven't had my own issues with figuring that out. But I, because sometimes it is makes it very difficult to have to stop running your business. But there are times when you have to work on the business and not in it. Does that answer your question a little bit? Just thinking about writing a checklist down of what you're currently using. Have you felt a little bit of overwhelm in trying to figure out how to use what? Yeah, like, um, yeah, I'm not really, like, used to all these technologies. So everything is kind of new to me. Um, So I'm trying to learn a little bit uh, from you, especially. Um, It's been really helpful. But, yeah, I definitely answered my question. Awesome. Well, that's really good. I'm really glad to hear that because that's what I wanted. So another thing, too, is when you're thinking about this too, Sadipti, like one of the things that I think sometimes can be overwhelming for those of us as adults uh, when we're trying to learn something new, start with one, right? So whenever you're working with your company, we we sort of know email is always going to be a thing, right? I mean, right now it's still a thing. So master using the email and then you master the piece of, is it Slack that they use to communicate or is it, you know, is it email? You start there and then you start peppering in the other pieces so that you don't get so overwhelmed with how the technology is being used and then ask questions. You know, that's what I always do. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Was I supposed to use that or was I not supposed to use that? (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you yeah, so much really for calling helpful. in. Good. Thank you so much. Thank I'm so, so much. glad. I hope you have a great rest of your day. You too. Thank you. All right. So thank you, Sadipti, for calling and asking that question. And, and that was what I was mentioning before about really thinking about how and how you list and think about the technology that you're using. And this is just sometimes just sitting down and taking an hour and figuring it out. I mean, we had to do this about a year ago. Uh, We were bringing in some new team members. And I'll be honest, I was like, I am so overwhelmed. We have too many systems. We have too many things that are happening. And I don't know which one to use, even as the (laughs) founder and CEO. So we sat down and actually took some time to um, figure out what technologies we were going to use. Email, 
Slack. We have QuickBooks for Finance. We chose HubSpot as our CRM. And then we do our marketing through HubSpot as well. And all of those can be integrated with one another. One thing that's also really helpful about the way in which innovation has happened is that you can integrate technology, separate platforms together by using something called Zapier, Z-A-P-I-E-R, or you can, some of them will automatically sync, like I was mentioning in my Google email, I'm able to sync my Zoom and my uh, QuickBooks within my Google email account, which is super awesome. I'm also able to integrate my HubSpot account into my Gmail as well, so that when I create a new contact in my Google, it, abso- it actually creates that same content, excuse, same contact in HubSpot. The same thing can happen with when you're using when you're using Microsoft. So I'm gonna let that sink in for just a second. Because I've been talking a lot. Man, this live thing is a lot, you know, thinking about how to talk for, for this long period of time without taking a break. Um, and we've had some great questions, some really great questions. All right, so think about that again. You can actually take, even if you've got these different platforms and you're integrating them into, even now, I can actually integrate now Facebook with Zoom, which is pretty awesome. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the, I want to talk about three more things before we wrap it up for today. The first one that I want to touch on a little bit is payment and how you are using payment options within your business. There's always the easy, easy way, of course, of just bringing in uh, cash (laughs) or if you have a check system. But more often than not, you need to make sure you've got a payment system that is going to integrate with a website, with an app, and potentially with any of your other options that you're using. So if you are an e-commerce business, you are going to think differently about how you bring money in likely you're going to need to build your website on an e-commerce platform that will allow for smooth payment. That can be through Shopify, it can be through WordPress, it could be through GoDaddy, whichever one of those options works. What you want to make sure is on the back end, you have an option for people to have a shopping cart and to be able to pay. And many, many of our website um, options now allow you to be able to do that without much of an issue. If you are not an e-commerce business, a few things that I mentioned that are very, uh, very, very business friendly and easy to use are PayPal, Venmo, Zelle. Oh, I said payment, PayPal and Venmo. Oh, Square. And then uh, Shopify also offers, even if you are not an e-commerce business, but you are a product-based business, you can still use the Shopify um, platform as well. So now I'm also, I feel like I'm rattling off a lot of different technologies, but what I want you to think about is even though they're separate technologies, all of the ones that I've mentioned have capabilities to be able to integrate with your core technological platform, Google, Microsoft, and any of the CRM systems. All of them talk to PayPal. All of them talk to Venmo now. All of them talk to Zelle now. All of those have those capabilities so that even no matter what you use, those can be integrated. That makes a seamless piece. Now, the other thing that's been really helpful for us is that once we have all, we've integrated all of those, I can print reports or I can see the action, my analytics on the back end of what's happening, which is really, really great. So that's payments. Let's talk quickly about productivity and then we'll talk about marketing. Productivity, something that's important to think about is this is something that you may or may not want to use. It's totally up to you in terms of how you run your business. I personally have not used these that much, but lots of big corporations do. If you are a business that is working across, mostly all online, you may want to implement some type of productivity software. Some of that can come from creating tasks or goals within your email accounts. Google and Microsoft allow you to do that. If you need something bigger, you can think about a productivity software like Asana, Trello, or even Monday. 
all of them again integrate with those core emails in those productivity softwares you're able to actually use them to be able to uh, assign uh, tasks to put in progress to put in boards to be able to get accomplishments i have lots of uh, fellow entrepreneurs who love trello or who love asana it's really totally up to your personal um, likes. I would suggest doing a trial with each of them to figure out which one you like the best. If you are a small business, like a small, small, maybe you only got one or two employees, you may not need Asana. In my business, we do not use that. We use tracking on our email, and then we also use our HubSpot system to help us track productivity and tasks. And then sometimes we still use our text messaging and of course, uh, emails and Slack. We use a lot of Slack to communicate in my company. And that allows us to stay on point because I get notifications. Productivity is a very personal thing for your organization. What I would say is that any way you slice it, you choose something that's going to work for you. That's the most important piece that you can think of. You choose something that's going to work for you and then how you're going to implement it. And that takes a little bit of time. Take a, you may need to also have some trials along with that. The last thing I'm going to mention, because we're almost out of time, if you can believe it, I've been talking now for almost 50 minutes, is marketing. Marketing is something that you can do as a bootstrap. As you start growing in your business, one of the things you want to think about is how do I manage my marketing and where do I want my presence to be? The biggest suggestion that I can say is choose the social media platform where your customers are. I am honestly not a marketer by trait, but I do know where my customers are in education and how I want to communicate with them. And by doing that, it allows me to market and take my stress level down a little bit and not try to be on every single platform that is out there. That's not so's, right? So, and thinking about that, you may choose even something like a, a program called Later that would allow you to put up a post then post to all the different platforms that you want to use. And you could bring in content or build, create a content calendar that would allow you to be able to schedule and utilize that content as you see fit. Later has been a great addition to our team in helping us to be able to market and send out regular posts. Because one of the things that I know in communication wise is that we want to stay as present with our customers as we possibly can. Now, I've talked about a lot of different things. I've said again, at the core, the reason why we bring in tech tools and really finding the top tech tools that suit our business is to go back to the core of we want to use technology to increase efficiency, manage our expenses, grow profitability, and improve performance. Those are really, really important. That's how we, and why we stay in business. These are the core tech tools that I think are important to meet those needs. You need to have a good communication tool, email, Slack, however you want to communicate, text messaging, instant messaging within your email. How do you communicate with customers? Is it through email? Is it through Slack? Your choice. How are you going to video conference with your customers? That can include something around Microsoft Teams, Zoom, Google Meet, StreamYard, any variety, just choose one and use it. Make sure you're able to store your documents. Storage can be in Google Drive. It can be in OneDrive for Microsoft. It can be in SharePoint. Choose a customer relationship management system that's going to be able to grow with you. It could be Zoho. It could be HubSpot. It could be anything that you find that's going to work for your needs. Your payment needs to integrate PayPal, Venmo, choose one. And I would, you can do multiple, but to start with, choose one in which you can integrate. If you are a large company, you may want to do something with productivity and integrate Trello or Asana. Trello, I know in particular, and Asana can be integrated into Google and your email, and you can be able to use it to make sure that you're staying on track. Finance. 
Choose a finance tool, QuickBooks, Waves, doesn't matter. Use it and have it integrate with your system. And then lastly is marketing. Find a marketing software. And for us, we use through HubSpot. You may choose something like MailChimp or any other way that may work for you. Take those tools and really get good at them. Understand how they work and how they integrate with your business. Do a health, a tech health check. Do a checklist on what you're using and what you're not using. If you're paying for something you're not using, let it go. Let it go. Like the song on Frozen. If you're not using it. That's how I would say if you have lack of funds, choose to invest in a CRM system first and pay for that communication system, Microsoft or Google. And then the rest of it you can work out and in little chunks. If you'd like to have more information um, or if you'd like to read a little bit more, I also have a book out called Tech Streamline, Essential Small Business Tech Tools, and it's a handbook. You can find it on Amazon, Tech Streamline, Essential Small Business Tech Tools. And you can find all of this information I've talked about today and about how to begin thinking about streamlining your technology so that it really suits your business and how you are working. I want to thank everybody. Thank you, Voice America Engineering Department. I've got three minutes. Holy moly, how did this even happen? I feel like this has like been crazy sauce. Thank you, everybody, for calling in today, for, for asking your great questions. Thank you for your support on Coding the Future. If you'd like to know more about what we do as a business, you can find us at the.consulting.co. Email me at Sharon at the.consulting.co. Find us on the Voice America Network. You can also find us on any of the um, podcasting platforms under Coding the Future. It's been such a pleasure. Top tech tools, choose a few, go for it. Make your business rock and roll with being able to use technology to help you create and not just consume. Use it to move your business forward. That is the key component. And one last thing, my action item for you today is to go in and take a few minutes to think about your, your current tech status. What are you using? What are you not using? How are you communicating? How are you storing? And how can you manage your customers? Once you put all those things together and you get that core piece down, the technology will come together. And find my book on Amazon with Tech Streamline, this, a small business uh, handbook on how to integrate your, your tech tools. Tech Streamline on Amazon. And thank you, everybody, for being here today. Thank you for being an, a listener of Coding the Future. And we'll see you all next time, or actually next week, when we have another wonderful guest expert that will join us for the show. Thanks so much, everybody, and have a great rest of your Wednesday. The world needs more women with tech skills. At the Dottie Rose Foundation, we encourage, support, and educate girls who have an interest in technology and want to learn how it can be used to enhance their learning and future careers. Our camps demonstrate that most future career paths will benefit from developing a wide range of increasingly important technology and software skills. We accomplish this through mastering computational thinking, boosting self-confidence, and creating new possibilities for each girl. Visit DottieRoseFoundation.org. Thank you so much for listening to Coding the Future. Please join your host, Dr. Sharon Jones, for another edition next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We'll talk then. 